I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. There is nothing uniquely evil in these destroyers or even in this moment. The destroyers are merely men enforcing the whims of a country, correctly interpreting its heritage and legacy. It is hard to face this, but all our phrasing, race relations, racial chasm, racial justice, racial profiling, white privilege, even white supremacy, serves to obscure that racism is a visceral experience that it dislodges brains blocks airway rips muscle extracts organs cracks bones breaks teeth you must never look away from this you must always remember that the sociology the history the economics the graphs the charts the regression all land with great violence upon the body that sunday with that host on that news show I tried to explain this as best I could within the time allotted, but at the end of the segment, the host flashed a widely shared picture of an 11-year-old tearfully hugging a white police officer. Then she asked me about hope. And I knew that I had failed. And I remembered that I had expected to fail. And I wondered again at the indistinct sadness welling up in me. Why exactly was I sad? I came out of the studio and walked for a while. It was a calm December day. Families believing themselves white were out on the streets. Infants raised to be white were bundled in strollers. And I was sad for these people, much as I was sad for the host and sad for all the people out there watching and reveling in species, a specious hope. I realized then why I was sad. When the journalist asked me about my body, it was like she was asking me to awaken her from the most gorgeous dream. I have seen that dream all my life. It's a perfect, it is perfect houses with nice lawns. It is Memorial Day cookouts, block associations and driveways. The dream is tree houses and Cub Scouts and the Cub Scouts. The dream smells like peppermint, but tastes like strawberry shortcake. And for so long, I've wanted to escape into the dream to fold my country over my head like a blanket. But this has never been an option because the dream rests on our backs, the bedding made from our bodies. And knowing this, knowing that the dream persists by warring with the known world, I was sad for the host. I was sad for all those families. I was sad for my country. But above all, in that moment, I was sad for you. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're live on a Monday. We are. Ready to do some podcasting in this uh, coronavirus world. Yes, sir. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> uh, that excerpt is from uh, Between the World and Me, Ta-Nehisi Coates' book. Um, uh, amazing book. Um, can't recommend it highly enough. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, the the so it's written in the same way that um james baldwin's book is written where it's uh like a letter to his son that he's or a book that's essentially like a long letter to, written to his son to, to kind of impart all the knowledge that ta or uh, maybe it's Tennessee. I, I can't remember if i'm getting it right but all the stuff that he's actually like learned up into this moment about america and race and the world and stuff um and kind of explaining it to him and then we get to be like eavesdroppers i I love this style of writing um but yeah that that part right there is about um white people and their belief in this dream of america and this american dream and where everything's so great and (laughs) it's so sweet and so beautiful and then you know black people who uh they even when they employ us to inform them 
uh they don't really want to hear it no they never want to hear it and that's why people go with a water fuck don't waste my time and that's why you have a generation this up now to goes when people ask them questions they go i'm not answering your question like i refuse to answer your question you know and that's why a lot of people are like oh you want my answer pay me like i'll do it for money but i'm not doing it for free because you're asking you're you're literally asking people to take an, an emotional labor for you because you're too lazy to and you have adopted white supremacy and regardless of what i say the average white person is going to walk away and not believe it or believe pieces of it or uh downplay it like it's not as severe as we're, we're t- as we're saying so for a lot of black people it was like the fuck i'm gonna waste my time for yeah and i would even say that it's not even about them being lazy they just um they don't believe us right and they like and more importantly than not believing us they really do believe in this like american dream american way they believe in that shit you know they believe it uh with the core there being that you know this country is a good place it's done right by people for the most part you know the things that are shortcomings about it can be made to be better and you know and and this is not a system that has benefited me i don't there's no such thing as like a white privilege and you know i didn't own slaves you know that kind of shit Mm -hmm. and uh what what's wild is that you know uh and i'm glad i read the books rather than just let twitter tell you what to think because there's a lot of people that don't read books that still will tell you what the fuck to think from twitter or they'll find like a a couple paragraphs and be like this is why this whole book doesn't make sense and it's it's all bullshit but coast was one of those people that was attacked like that on twitter it's one of the reasons he left um which i don't blame him him leaving opened my eyes up to the platform too and what it meant like oh oh this can be a really fucked up place um but um one of the things about it that was really uh poignant to me was his conflict with being the black person that they would go to for times if you're like can you explain this racism thing and the ultimate slap in the face is <clears throat> he explains it to him in no uncertain terms pulling no punches and then at the end they're like so what do you know what do you think about this does this give you hope and he's like did you not just hear what the fuck i said right because they just want they go yada 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 yes sad 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 but can we get to the part where it's happy again and you're like bitch it's no happiness here what are you talking about yeah it's like asking um it's like as the titanic is is sinking you're asking someone on the titanic like okay so can you just give me some hope about the titanic sinking it's like it's sinking i can i just told you the fucking boat is about to sink we're all about to be drowning in cold ice cold water yeah but does seeing one person hand a life raft to another person give you hope it's like no the we're gonna sink (laughs) like like, the seeing the band play on give you no no they're gonna drown playing music that's what's gonna happen right (laughs) right and it's, it's one of those things where uh when you say that they buy into it yeah they buy into it 100 percent, and that's why a lot of white people have a visceral reaction to black people when they be like uh yeah america ain't that great when they be like yeah fuck that flag (laughs) you know when they go fuck the police when they go the system is fucked up you know a lot of white people don't respond well to that because in their mind 
you know the flaws are just a minor hiccup in the system you know it's yeah it's, they act like they act like it's a bug and not a feature you know it was designed to be that way and when people go no this is the design this is not a hiccup and this is why history constantly repeats itself regardless of how many generations we get down the road it may morph and change and become something else but the the oppression and racism is still there it just uh, uh changes into something different yeah and then now this is the part <clears throat> that was underlying the whole um excerpt that i don't think as many people would share with me um and i and probably not with ta-nehisi coast or anyone else but it is something that is true for me and i and i struggle with it sometimes when we do the podcast or even in real life which is that ultimately i still feel sorry for or sad for that's a better word not sorry for Mm -hmm. i feel sad for white people and the con that was pulled on them and Mm -hmm. the huge amount of ignorance that they have to think that this shit is not rigged like right it's not a necessarily a sadness that is that supersedes how i feel about sad for us as black people it's not a sad it's not something that supersedes my empathy for black people but i don't know how many other black people even feel this way because i it's not something you i really talk about that often but there's a sort of like a, a real melancholy to seeing white people who are so indoctrinated in the white supremacy because in many ways they're not always directly benefiting from it in the ways that they think and it's like a i don't know it's like watching someone in denial you know like no this flag is about heritage i'm just like you poor fucking dummy like you poor deluded fool and in a way it's because i've seen what it's done to us as black people that i can even feel that way because i meet black people all the time uh, shit we talked about it yesterday how many black people have to wake up out of the indoctrination and the whiteness that mm-hmm. we all have like mm-hmm. whether it's colorism stuff whether it's uh believing yourself to be ugly your hair to be wrong yes, sir. believing that people should dress a certain way because hip-hop dress is fucked up believing that you know black on black crime is the reason we can't like so many of us have to work out of these things Mm -hmm. we're not the only ones the only reason that many of us are able to work out of it is because we experience racism right like it's the experience of racism that makes us go wait a minute wait a minute this is a red game doesn't matter what i do you guys don't like me and it doesn't have anything to do with me but it takes people a while to get to that conclusion white people don't have a tool for that no there's nothing that's gonna happen to the average white person to make them be like oh my god racism it's real and it's nothing you can do about it like they're they don't have those experiences so in a way they they live breathe and die the dream that is a lie most of the time for most of most of them will the i don't know what percentage but i'd be willing to bet like a very very high definitely the majority a very high percentage of white people live and die the dream of whiteness is good america is good um you know we're just doing our best and shit like that i guarantee it yeah and the the thing is uh when you when you say you feel the sadness i do too because they've been conned and that's the thing they have been conned and them being conned indirectly affects everybody around them mm-hmm. it's like they're walking around with blindfolds over their eyes and not realizing that them just walking and just bumping into everybody 
they're being destructive they're walking around and 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 they're just living their everyday life not realizing and can't see or don't want to see the 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 damage and the devastation that uh their whiteness has caused because that would make you have to evaluate the whole system itself and it's it's, it's almost like the matrix the matrix all of a sudden you wake up and you realize oh shit like uh, what i thought was all a lie and a lot of them would rather live a lie all their lives and die believing that lie than to actually face the truth and the reality of how this impacts other people around them because then all of a sudden you would have to have understanding you would have to stand up for other people you would have to have compassion you would have to change a lot of shit and they're not willing to do that because the system does not reward them for doing those things right not i mean the the educational system would have to be overhauled like right. so much th- so much would have to be overhauled you know you have to tear those confederate statues down mm-hmm. you know you have to 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 re uh you have to reteach history in america people don't want to do that when the 1619 uh project came out there were liberal white scholars who had a problem with it um part of the reasons that and uh for those that don't know i think it's uh nicole hannah jones is the woman who did this it was at the new york times i believe it was like a whole thing about 1619 and being the the year that the first like um uh basically uh slaves arrived or you know uh, uh, black indentured servants quote-unquote arrived in america and that was the real establishment of america that was the real the establishment of blackness in america to a certain extent and she basically posits uh, a lot of things that to me are undeniable truths but one that they kind of ventured out on a bit was the idea that listen slavery started um before everything and part of the reason that the revolutionary war from britain was done was because of slavery and so it's not a one-to-one direct ratio right because um the fight back for the british you know you have americans saying uh taxation without representation you got them saying it's about you know uh everything except you know the fact that we got here saw a whole lot of land Mm -hmm. saw realized that it was gonna be a lot more uh money in genociding the people on this land and continuing to take it all for ourselves and using free labor essentially we were gonna just we were gonna do that produce everything start our own sovereign country and then uh if you guys would like to trade on a on a one-to-one basis we'll do that but right now we're not you know we're just gonna say it's about we you know y'all charge too much for tea or whatever Mm -hmm. um and so or y'all tax too much on tea and so nicole hannah jones and then was like nah it was also slavery they had designs on slavery even from that point and white scholars were like no you can't say that these are our founding fathers these are the people that they're so fucking precious that you can't criticize them well they're white liberal scholars right so what they need in this essential uh in this point what they essentially need is they need it in writing specifically i george washington said fuck britain because partially i want to own slaves they refuse to take the logical leap the very logical leap of 
george washington one of the most preeminent slave owners of all time right. is also one of these founding fathers who was also one of these people that preached liberty and justice for all while owning slaves right. who also threatened in their quote-unquote tyranny while being a fucking tyrant to black people in america and yet they refused to go along with that they had to make the 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 scholastic point as uh, you know as, as, as if it matters the, a technicality as if it fucking matters to us and that is the difference you know that is the the dream that they won't give up and these are educated white people these are not those white people that think you know southern pride and heritage these are the liberal white people who are willing to do the work and say the, i i do know slavery was real i do know the civil wars follow slavery they're willing to do that but they're not willing to to say i doubt this whiteness i doubt right because the, they, i doubt the founding fathers um i doubt their motivations i believe wholeheartedly slavery was at the foundation of this country they can't do that right because that would mean that you would have to admit that the founding fathers were fucked up fucked up shit and they fucked people over you would have to goddamn admit that and that's something that a lot of white people no matter how highly educated you are education has nothing to do with white supremacy and racism it has nothing to do with that at all yeah it's like they much about from a white perspective that they think we're the biased ones right you know like we have in dust it's like you know when they go it's like uh, how the court of law is set up right when when there's going to be a jury trial they go well we don't want any black people on the trials the trial has to do with race so let's bring in a bunch of white people they're the only ones who can be unbiased you know that and that's a legitimate line of thinking from a, a, across the country in many many courtrooms the idea being only a white person can understand in an unbiased fashion race black people were too biased by racism that exists and happens to to be in a courtroom judging over some racism that may have potentially happened and my thing is where did the racism happen out of nowhere did we fucking make it up is that the goddamn blue (laughs) like i I don't understand this (laughs) butterfly in the sky i can go high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere friends to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow i can be anything take a look it's in a book being rainbow a reading rainbow all right let's get into it guys uh, i guess we'll start where we've been starting lately a <laughs> hundred the uh the overarching um uh, just unescapable uh covid19 uh coronavirus yeah we had a, a video chat uh today and well, how, yeah for my job oh yeah how was your day oh my day today was good it was good how was traffic way to work Psh, the lightest has ever been <laughs> i'm trying to tell you the rolls was clear now i was watching the news i didn't see any traffic uh weather reports for our uh for our uh our kitchen and living room area so mm-hmm. i wasn't sure mm-hmm. it was a smooth 25 paces i'd have had no problem no problems okay all right um no, oh, but what happened oh with the chat 
so we was in chatting oh because everybody we've been working from home for this is going on two weeks now and one of my coworkers, he was like well how long is this gonna be and i was and i said and before i know it i was like well baby we're gonna be at home for a while i was like because and, and then i was like because because people won't stay at home <laughs> and my 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 supervisor she was she had told me that uh they sent out a report in her neighborhood association said that, that somebody in, the, in their association had got it so you know i was i was telling him i was like Mm, nah, we're gonna be at home for a hot minute don't nobody know i know uh, north carolina some of the school system is like we not come back to may and if you wait till may you might as well go ahead and cancel the rest of the year yeah because after may you only have one month of school right but um i'm <laughs> oh, sorry Kara's just so animated y'all uh, oh my bad it's okay it's nothing no you don't need to apologize it's just funny um but uh the thing is like uh they only have one month of school left but i understand the impulse because they're they want to to give people hope that there may be a chance to have a graduation for all the kids that have been in school for fucking eight 13 14 years and now they're not getting a prom they might not get a graduation i get it but this shit is just so important that Mm -hmm. uh but i think they're gonna slow roll all this out like i think they're not gonna say um uh um oh guys it's over like you fuck the school year i think they're gonna be like oh guys it's another two weeks uh, oh oh look like we need another two weeks yeah i think they're gonna have to do that because tokyo let off a little bit and then some of the cases went back you have been doing really good like i think they had under 100 either under 100 cases or under 100 deaths mm-hmm. for a long period of time and then they eased off restrictions a little bit and it came back so uh this may be yep. the way that we live until there's either a vaccine or some real treatment or until it kind of passes a little bit um what's the ironic part is if we really did if every if 100 percent of people really did sit their ass in the house for 14 days unless they had one of those jobs that's like mandatory it honest to god would go away like that, not even a thing. joke it would go right. to zero it would, it would go but it won't away. because no one's gonna do that it, and, and people are like i don't want to stay at home blah, 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 blah. it's like well then dog you basically saying you don't care about people dying you don't care about your family members dying and they don't be want to hear that but that's what the fuck you're saying you're saying you don't care about society as a whole as long as you can go to the fucking gym it does it's, it's, it's it doesn't make sense yeah one thing that's really helped me through it is uh you know i'm i'm already kind of introverted i don't mind being around the house and stuff like that but you know taking i took a couple walks this uh you went with me mm-hmm uh the last few couple days that helps um when you're cooped up in the house uh get some exercise or whatever um cooking has helped i've been cooking um you know i made lunch today but i also made uh that soup that i that uh the kind of it's like i call it mexican chili it's really supposed to be mexican soup but i remixed it on all recipes into like a kind of a chili mm. and add some uh spicy jalapenos and and all that type of stuff to it yeah it's spicy um so i made that in the slow cooker should be ready by the time we finish this show um you know like projects and stuff and then um playing uh video games helps you know stuff like that yeah Um, i've been playing i've been loving playing video games yeah so you know just try to try to kind you know i've been binging tv shows 
i binged i'm all matter of fact i just finished uh jack Re- jack ryan season two how today. was it everybody says good to watch i love season one season two was less good but i still liked it it's, okay it's one of those shows that's kind of like 24 where the, obviously mm. the politics are fucked up right. you know but if you want to see people with guns killing motherfuckers i mean i guess you know at least they didn't go the muslim route you know the muslim terrorists like it was they went down to like venezuela and were dealing with a a dude that was turning into a dictator and and all this shit and killed a bunch of brown people to fix the problem you know how it goes guys uh america yeah like it was one of those shows but uh yeah that's the stuff i've been doing you know i think i binged uh before this i did dragon prince which is amazing Mm -hmm. i see you did mr robot mr robot season four oh my god oh my god that season finale i I can't believe that's not the most talked about thing on tv um they really deliver um remy malik that motherfucker can act and bd wong as well they killed that shit so that's the kind of stuff i've been enjoying um i was really worried about because i like i said i've been losing weight since the end of last year so Mm -hmm. i was worried that i was gonna um gain weight because now i can't really play basketball but i haven't been able to play ball for the last few weeks because my ankle anyway mm-hmm. so uh it was you know so it was one of those things where i was like nervous to get on the scale today but i did and i actually still am losing so Wonderful. i was kind of excited about that yeah, and um, i think cooking makes a difference too that and not going out to eat yeah and you know what they they were saying that that uh, a lot of people are worried that motherfuckers gonna get home and they gonna start cooking and realize that bitch i'm good at this yeah i mean for you know and it, it's like you know i have um obviously the hello fresh meals you know, that i can make but i you know also have just started branching out into cooking other things and other ideas mm-hmm. and putting things together in my head like oh let me buy some brussels sprouts and some split chicken breast and i'll look up a recipe or i'll make it up as i go and kind of you know use some of the knowledge i've gleaned from uh hello fresh and and uh and uh blue apron and uh, uh home chef and stuff like that and be like oh i can make these with my own type of like supplies or whatever so um i've been doing that you know because i still feel a little anxiety and paranoia about going out uh like because you know you can get stuff like um no contact free delivery or whatever it is i forget what it's called where they drop the food off at your door so they just ring your doorbell pick up the food not that there's anything wrong with that no, I, don't, it's not. I mean i see you shaking your head i don't think that that's a bad option but i don't know for my anxiety i just need to not do that right that's why i was like the, the way you function no yeah because you know like uh you're just hoping that that everything's straight you know yeah, david sent the thing about the trash pickup and about how they telling people to tie your bags up and they was like if your bag is untied we ain't gonna pick that bitch up because we got to pick this trash up and we don't know what's in the trash what you done touched they was like we will leave that shit there right so you know there's a lot of ways to get food and stuff like that but mm-hmm. And, and it's just for me i, I don't know i just want to make sure that i'm clean and clear and and not you know out here you know touching my face and my mouth or something after handling you know some food somebody gave me out in a, in a box i don't know where it came from and that, that that's true and also i think for a lot of people they're going to realize particularly people who are working from home like me for the first time they're going to realize how much money they actually save mm-hmm. from like going to lunch and all and right the yeah machine we and haven't gotten like any that. gas even though gas is 
i think they pay you now for gas i think <laughs> come on that's what everybody said everybody said it's under two dollars ain't been under two dollars in forever yeah i'm like y'all touching gas pumps like i don't know what to do with this you know touch a gas station pump man you gotta like burn your hand off you know <laughs> right it's like yeah the gas is cheap but there ain't nobody going nowhere yeah and- i think also the other thing is i found myself eating less uh often one because i'm not expending as much energy being out and about right. but then two like i'm just like i'm only gonna eat when i'm hungry i know it's called like intuitive eating like there's a name for everything but you know it's like sometimes i would eat out of habit like oh well it's this time of night and i haven't eaten really and i'm like i'm not even really that hungry but when i'm at home it's like yeah well fuck it i'm not gonna eat right now as you know i would have to be the one in there cooking the shit and i don't feel like cooking so yeah um, it'd be like that sometimes yeah but but i'm just saying i'm not really hungry either ah, okay. if, if someone else was cooking i would have went in there and ate some you know right. so uh i think that that's part of it too just you know i think everyone's kind of getting in touch with themselves and getting back to their roots in a weird way of uh you know you gotta get to know yourself when you're sitting around the house yeah and uh it's gonna be some people going back to work and some people are gonna actually it depends some people are probably gonna lose weight some people are probably gonna gain weight you right. know it, it, it probably just varies on people's personality mm-hmm. uh i know some people are probably gonna uh, pick up drinking habits and smoking habits just from being caught in the house and just kind of overloading themselves with so much information it's causing people's anxiety to just go through the roof so it's one of those things where you have to have a balance like a real true balance and take in so much and then take a break like the the internet like i said before our brains were never designed to take so much information at once well our brains are not calculators and i think also with being on social media you have to be careful about your intake of all this coronavirus shit Mm -hmm. you know that's why we made this segment specifically about this to kind of go through it a little bit faster give pertinent information but and some funny information too but not to try to make it into like you know the the coronavirus virus podcast and now you know panic 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 like it's kind of like some of this shit is terrible some of this shit is okay some of this shit is even funny you know Mm -hmm. uh and some of it's educational like i try to blend to uh now i did see on um on uh spotify someone made uh alistair 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 ryan made a quarantine party uh hit playlist oh shit so i'll just try to play a song by this every day that we do this segment um with the first one um being future mask off yeah he's still problematic yes oh god i hope we're not gonna go through if they problematic or not all of them are all of them Miley Perkinsis, Perkinsis, Rappin' Sick, Gotta Rappin' Sick, Chase a Chick, Never Chase a Bitch, Chase no Bitch, Mask on, Fuck it, Mask on, Mask on, Fuck it, Mask on, Perkinsis, Miley Perkinsis, Chase a Chick, Never Chase a Bitch. Alright, Mask Off, let's go into these stories, there's a lot of them. Um, let's see baidu which i'm not 100 sure what baidu uh is i'm sure it'll be in the description um oh okay so it's like chinese google i guess okay <clears throat> baidu says 90.6 percent of beijing restaurants are now open 
some 87 percent of shanghai restaurants are also open and not restricted to takeout anymore so that's china two and a half months after their shut uh after their their shutdown of two and a half months so some businesses are back business so we don't know if this will lead to a resurgence in cases or if china has successfully suppressed it to a point where they can go back to life as normal mm-hmm. i hope people still life, keep, keep up the same habits of washing hands and shit like that everyone all black people keep saying that i hope y'all right i hope y'all negroes are right okay right. we know blacks are the only ones who've ever washed hands no, okay no i'm, I'm not saying i'm just joking karen some <laughs> oh. of these are jokes okay <laughs> i'm not saying that some of these are jokes uh <laughs> i don't represent black twitter i promise i don't black people are so proud we wash our hands boy i tell you we are humble bragging like a motherfucker <laughs> on that it's like the most basic shit we like oh look at my ashy ass hands america not ashy are white people not ashy or y'all just not clean oh (laughs) oh didn't you wonder why i carry 12 lotions in my purse well that's why bitch because my hands is clean yes because if not you would see these cracks we are stunting on america with this shit stunting on these holes with my ashy ass hands life is not back to normal even in the major cities of china where actual infections are less than they are in places like new rochelle new york uh business newswire kaixin global reported that restaurant owners are finding it hard to bring in customers they are not even near half of their pre-outbreak revenues yeah because a lot of people are afraid to come back mm-hmm. yeah because i mean it makes sense the and the, the you know tr- truth is if you go out and the shit comes back i mean you're scared and you know motherfuckers die from this right and i so i wonder quote unquote if things kind of quote unquote revert back how many companies are like y'all just stay at home like some companies might be like you know what don't come back until we sure and be and or some companies are like come come back and then okay now i gotta take my ass to work we have another outbreak y'all gotta send my black ass back home again baidu data also suggests the malls and supermarkets are open to more foot traffic in beijing 85.5 percent of malls and groceries uh large grocery store chains are open now um so i guess you know that's i'm just saying there is some hope for this if people do the things that the government is asking them to do like sooner rather than later there's hope not you know no not in two weeks but you know um it's possible i just i don't know if america has a wherewithal to do it but it is possible um the mta is seeking a four billion dollar bailout from feds amid subway mass exodus yeah it's like a box for the germs people are like i'm no way yeah and it's empty as shit someone took a picture on twitter of them in the sand it was like they was the only one in their car Mm-hmm. like unless you had to most people are like i'm not riding that this closest people are breathing on each other they like no uh here's something i found useful coronavirus allergies or flu here's the difference between those illnesses and COVID 19 so with allergies runny nose sneezing red swollen eyes itchy eyes itchy nose tickling the throat rarely a fever this is this is my nightmare here the allergies oh my god y'all it's the fucking worst yeah, and, and it's bad you can literally uh take the pile and paint with it oh my god it is heavy up there and with us not going outside much i'll you know i don't know how it gets in the air condition i don't know how it gets in the house but Probably it's, does. it's like uh with us not going outside that much i didn't realize how how fucking thick it was so i went outside and looked at my car and was like oh well, that explains everything right because you normally would have took it to the car wash and wash a lot of it off cold 
you got runny nose sneezing sore throat aches and pains mild dry cough and rarely a fever strep sore throat painful swallowing and fever so some of these things you could be getting right now thinking you got the covid Mm -hmm. flu fever is common dry cough quick onset headache sore throat fatigue sometimes a runny nose sometimes diarrhea now the covid19 shortness of breath is a big one fever above 100 degrees dry cough gradual onset two to 14 days so like flu is normally pretty quick uh but the covid has like a two to 14 day uh period it can be in you uh sometimes a headache sometimes aches and pains mild sneezing sometimes fatigue but not in a not predominant like the flu and diarrhea is rare so that's why it's so scary because those all of those could be a symptom of something else so people could get other things and you're paranoid i know a lot of people if you're like me you've been like do i got it oh shit i got it and you're like no i'm i don't have a fever i'm not gotta talk yourself out of it i'm sneezing sneezing's not one of them you know um but the way people act you might as well shot a gun yeah uh fauci i I hope i'm pronouncing his name right i'm not 100 percent sure i'm pronouncing his name um but uh maybe y'all know how to pronounce is it fauci or fauci it's f-a-u-c-i uh whichever one it is um people are now wondering where he's at because they were saying like uh, william barr is taking over for talking about covid audiences and stuff when and uh, anthony fauci was the direct he's the director of the national institute of allergy and diseases and he's been the main like person out front giving really accurate information and to the american public and to journalists who disseminate the information and much of it goes directly in the face of Donald Trump goes out there and lies and spins. Right. Cause he's like, I'm just, I'm a scientist. I just tell facts. Like this, this is what I do. I'm not, I don't have an agenda. I'm not trying to bullshit nobody. So in an interview with science magazine, he said he and Trump don't disagree on substantive issues. Even though we disagree on some things, he listens. He goes his own way. He has his out, but on substantive issues, he does listen to what I say. But he said during the news conferences, the president says things in a way that I would not express it because it could lead to some misunderstanding about what the facts are on the, about a given subject. Oh, he don't give a fuck about facts. They have to be so nice to be like, he be lying. You know? Uh, now I don't know if this is a position where Trump could just fire him and put a, talking head in that will just say whatever the fuck he wants but that's my big fear you know everybody and also man i read a great thread i wish i could remember where it was from there was a great thread on twitter about this journalists actually need to stop trying to um beat trump into submission into telling the truth right it's not going to work he's a malignant narcissist it's only going to make him double down and lie even more and then y'all go and report it like oh wow i never thought he would have said such a thing it's like yes he, he says something every day you know yeah. like honestly at this point we'd be better off ignoring what the fuck he says right. until one of these experts gets up in front of the mic and go okay now what did they say you know but instead they, they like there's i think it's like a twitter fantasy like everyone on twitter has this fantasy of, of you're gonna like mock him or shame him or like badger him into truth and he's i don't know if you this guy's however fucking old he is he, truth ain't in him you know it's only making shit worse like just 
just let him say what the fuck he gonna say and then go on the air and be like this nigga be lying and move the fuck on this shit where it's like i can ask him a gotcha question it ain't gonna work it gives a moment but it also leads to a lot more misinformation in these situations and guess what they actually end up reporting more misinformation right it wouldn't be so bad if our media wasn't so obsessed with this nigga that they report his lies a lot a lot lot and if he tells any modicum of truth they immediately pull up the oh and today he became president bullshit so it's, you can't win with this dude just stop god is fucking frustrating i know they don't do this but man they keep thinking they're gonna get him i'm like you're not gonna get him <laughs> so donald trump he does uh, not care uh what do you want to tell the american people you're a terrible journalist fuck you wow i can't believe that i'm gonna go on the air and talk about it for the next 30 minutes and not report about any of the things that happened at this fucking press conference right. any other pertinent information about stay your ass indoors and all this shit who's getting rest ventilators and who's not like ah. Uh, <sighs> sorry uh trump organization closes mar-a-lago because of the coronavirus what so you saying it's not a hoax hmm. i thought it was a hoax y'all closing your own mm, mm, it's almost as if he believes it isn't it um let's see uh takashi 69's lawyer wants a judge to give him an even earlier release date because he's uh he feels like uh takashi is real susceptible to the coronavirus god that's not gonna happen baby why would he feel he's more susceptible to anyone else is he not washing his hands and touching his face all the time in prison uh, i guess so trying to get it they're gonna be like well you just gonna have it in here then did he just start like a don't wash your hands touch your face gang like what the fuck why is he why he get to get out mm-hmm. um let's see cvs is hiring fifty thousand workers amid coronavirus pandemic plans to hire furlough workers from other companies as well um yeah there's gonna be plenty of people on the market and it's one of the few places people can go uh it's probably gonna need to be cleaned um mm-hmm disinfected yeah i mean i can see how that will work you know i doubt they'll all be working in the pharmacy or anything Mm-mm. but i mean they're about to have a huge boost because people are gonna need meds uh too mm-hmm. um so we'll see about that um by the way this is an old article but I, it's relevant and i wanted to bring it up this was reported like in february i believe mm-hmm. but uh president trump's administration barred one of the top u.s experts on infectious diseases from speaking out about the coronavirus outbreak without permission from the white house uh the new york times reported thursday in an apparent bid to stop contradictory messages about public health the public health crisis contradictory you lying nigga ain't, ain't nothing contradict you the contradiction right but i mean that's what a contradiction is honestly the lies are contradiction from the truth but whatever one can silence the other one is the one that wins because ain't no contradictions no more the only thing only thing that contradict trump was you know facts and life and the lived experience of every person as this, as this disease kept spreading the virus kept spreading among the first steps pence took was to institute measures to coordinate messaging which would require top officials to seek clearance before making public statements on the illness those officials included dr anthony fauci the director of the national institute for allergy and infectious diseases he told associates to white the white house had instructed him not to say anything else without clearance 
this truth said an niaid spokesperson of the report in an email statement to business insider Fauci has led the institute a federal agency focused on researching infectious diseases since 1984 and he has a key role in coordinating efforts on global health issues he has advised six presidents on global health issues such as hiv and aids yeah um how many took his point of view to how many took it what he said into consideration no they, they didn't yeah it seems like a it's kind of a sad place to be in right. because anytime we've had a republican president they have ignored what the fuck this man got to say or the truth with right. reagan like 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 they like nah b trump is in a long line of motherfucking people that have done this he's just the latest one everyone keeps acting like you know he's changing the game i'm like mm-hmm. no republicans been ignoring shit you know mm-hmm. by the way that article is from february 28th mm, particularly when they think that the shit don't affect them or don't impact white people in as mass you know because with AIDS it was that quote-unquote gay thing so they didn't give a fuck yeah um that article is from february 28th which is a few days ago no that's uh almost a month ago yeah but they got fast this shit is spread they and they it, had silenced that man in february yeah and i think they knew before then like they yeah they did know yeah. we know they know um with the club closed magic city finds a way to virtually entertain so magic city is basically moving that stuff online so you can go to magiccitylive.com pay twenty dollars a month to register and have access to live and pre-recorded video Mm, so magic city magic city got only fans now mm-hmm. I, yeah it's, it's gonna change the change the way a lot of people do business for now people you know a lot of people who kind of quote-unquote joked on the internet or was not internet savvy is going to the internet for a lot of their business now yeah um so i guess before they didn't have all the dancers on there and all that stuff but um uh the and then the site was still under construction so i guess they haven't even always had this option that says um they kind of forced to now because people can't come to the club and, and throw that money up in there yeah it was it was they was forced to close so like we need to go ahead and get this shit working right yeah um yeah the blue flame the cheetah the claremont lounge and the pink pony all announced they were shutting their doors but none have suggested through social media they were considering virtual interruptions would be club goers can visit magiccitylive.com pay 20 dollars a month to register and have access to live pre-recorded video um the site is still under construction but the club plans to have it up and running this week so i guess they didn't always have this option Mm -hmm. and and that's smart because you know it's safer for the girls it's safer for the people coming and it actually still makes you money because you just shut the bitch down you're making zero dollars and zero cents yeah they're really gonna take it to the grand theft auto route you can go get a lap dance virtually and and then, and then guess what you can just take a little small fraction of of, of the girl's money you know because you got because they charge them a fee probably and it wouldn't surprise me if some of these girls realize how much money they make and be like the fuck is this i go to fans only and take all the money myself only fans oh only fans fans only uh 
yeah i mean if they don't already have that option um because i think a lot of these dancers may already do only fans unless contracts stipulate they can't i mean it seems like right. a stripper at this point would probably make more money doing only fan shit mm-hmm. than you can in a strip club depending on the club but this is a major prestigious club where people come in right. and literally throw like you know throw stacks all all night so Sir. you know this may be a little bit different than just uh the average person going to only fans but mm-hmm. it's funny man like this shit is turning uh it's turning a lot of stuff into uh you know it's like people are necessities the mother of invention i guess and you know uh we watched the talking dead last night and Mm -hmm. they basically do what we do as a podcast but uh on the national tv show yeah they with the cutting and the editing and the commercial and everything you know it's funny i really i liked it i was like cool like like this is it's sad but i think more people are going to start doing that the longer this lasts we're like look we can't cancel the shows and just cut everything off because we can't be in the same room yep so uh yeah man people gonna be uh now the thing is some of the videos are pre-recorded some are live i i mean a lot of videos i'm sure dancers will get some money off of it because mm-hmm. it did say uh dancers will still make money mm-hmm. so it's not just something where the club gets all the money and fuck these women um but i do wonder what the split will be and right. i wonder if it'll be better to go only fans if you can take you know your magic city live of notoriety and go to uh there you know and it i think that for the girls since we're not doing like cash like cash cash they'll be able to monitor it more like it i think for some of them to give them more control Mm-hmm. over hey dog nah you said this but i'm looking at my dollars and cents and these numbers don't look right that's true yeah and so that's another reason why you know a lot of them clubs probably don't want to do that because now they're going to be held accountable but for a scam for scamming a lot of those girls out of their money right um let's see what else happened uh man a couple of these articles didn't save but um man let me uh go back to this one website because for some reason this article didn't save i'll read a different one in the meantime uh the uk has now set new curbs as doctors say they feel like cannon fodder um they're basically saying britain who voted for it who has their own like weird version the of Donald. trump yes they do trump, just, just trump. like them yeah they like trump this a chromosome mm-hmm. um so of course, this is the leadership y'all voted for yes they did over there under times y'all was racist enough to want brown people out of your country and with that brexit bullshit mm-hmm. and now your dumb asses got to deal with this fool being in charge while you know death is knocking at everybody's door right you know so um yeah that's oh wow just another article white house reporter believe to have coronavirus per white house correspondent memo and if you guys look those uh press conferences they ain't practicing social distancing up in there no they not they all on top of her. yeah so they, they, they got it uh when everyone might got it um anyway uh but yeah the uk is is having new restrictions or set to vote um 
curb new uh, uh to set to set to put new curbs on as doctors say they feel like cannon fodder uh britain was to announce new measures on monday to halt the spread of coronavirus potentially adding fresh restrictions to an already unprecedented clamp down on daily life as the army stepped in to deliver protective equipment to hospitals with some doctors saying they felt like cannon fodder the government said the military would up millions of items of personal protective equipment including masks to healthcare workers who have complained of shortages deaths from the virus in britain jumped to 335 on monday as prime minister boris johnson prepared to lay out new measures in an address um which replaces his daily news conference in a letter pleading with johnson to increase ppe supplies more than six thousand frontline doctors said they were being asked to put their lives at risk with out-of-date masks and low stocks of equipment it ain't just us Mm-mm. nobody was prepared for this shit and nope. certain countries chose not to prepare for this shit right right and you know all this individuality and states rights and all this shit what's the point of the federal government if they're not going to step in and take care of shit well what's scary to me is that because republicans believe in that a state should decide for itself bullshit um the only correct answer to this type of crisis is for everyone to be on the same page correct and if you're gonna have a say 14 day lockdown period everyone has to lock down the whole country you can't leave it up to well if your state doesn't feel like it you can't leave it up to, no. everyone gets the same shit for 14 days everyone stay their ass at home for 14 days and that's how you, eat it. you can't be like because right now what we have is some places going into lockdown today some went into lockdown last week some went into lockdown a month the week before that some are not on lockdown at all mm-hmm. and then you still got people who are allowed to travel back and forth between right. states forced to go to work right uh travel back and forth between states with hop on planes do whatever the fuck and the whole you know some people are fleeing certain states or certain places to go to other areas so you have all this happening at the same time so you're not going to get it because you're hurting fucking cats you're just you're you're not able to say this is the best course of action everyone let's agree from this point in time to this point in time and then we'll revisit to see if we need to do it more instead you're going to have some states going oh no more cases we're good and then another state's going to be like well we still got cases oh well too bad we're going to continue business as usual we'll be shipping people in and out of your state now we don't give a fuck like you just you know our airlines are now open now so guy go ahead hop on a plane like it's crazy yeah, uh, he took uh, them shutting the New York uh, airports down before people are like, oh, we can't get it. Yeah, yeah, you come here, bitch, you got to drive. Yeah, I, like I said, man, I'm still like hearing and seeing people make plans online and shit. Where I'm like, that ain't gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And if it does happen, it's gonna be extremely irresponsible. You gotta just stop. As, at some point, it's gotta be you to say, I'm not doing this. Right, you have got to make the choice and decisions. I had some uh doctors, not um, orthodontists and doctors appointments, and everybody called. It was like, yeah, we're gonna be closed for two weeks. Uh, yeah, we holler at you in April, and uh, we might have to reschedule then. I was like, okay, cool, we could reschedule. Democrats vote against one trillion dollar stimulus package because it bails out Wall Street big corporations. Shout out to everybody who voted blue the last four years. Mm-hmm. I love you. Thank you. You matter you did this yes you did um because ultimately um it was voting that has put the brakes on the what republicans are going to run roughshod over america the fact that they don't have the house 
and the fact that with them having people certain members be quarantined and shit they don't have the numbers to just push this through right so the only thing standing between this bailout for rich ass corporations and the average american who ain't got got money and might not have jobs stuff like that is literally the democrats right the people that people shit on all day they're the only ones stepping up and by democrats i mean just the democrats bernie sanders didn't even show up to vote in this so yeah yeah remember just what was it two days ago last week he told somebody not to ask him about suspending his campaign because uh if i'm not mistaken he cussed them and says a fuck we're in a fucking crisis talking about coronavirus okay so then it's time to vote for this or vote against it where you at bro oh, i'm at home chilling huh what i'm on youtube nigga this your job get to work this is your motherfucking job anyway they voted against the one trillion dollars uh, one trillion dollar stimulus bill sunday that is meant to help small businesses and give cash payments to americans struggling during the coronavirus pandemic while republicans want to move quickly to get money in the hands of americans who've been laid off democrats claim the bill will only bail out wall street and big corporations. yep and also it allows them to make um still do that thing where they do buybacks of their own stock which is like the airplane companies the airplane companies like they was like don't do this shit this is when shit happened you don't have no fucking money and then you ask us to bail you out the airplane airlines got bailed out before Mm -hmm. and they took a lot of that bailout money they didn't increase wages they still treat their employees and uh, unions like shit uh they still charge the fuck out of a ticket there's still no space on the airplane right and then they took the excess money from that and they bought back their own stock to keep the stock price high and so they basically want the same deal and the only fucking people with any common sense right now are democrats saying no no elizabeth warren kamala harris all these people are speaking out like you can't fucking do that you can't just let them do the same shit again we need assurances we're not saying we can't bail these companies out but we need assurances that the money's gonna actually go to the people y'all claim uh need to be bailed out it's gonna go into operational funds it's gonna go into um employee pay that kind of thing you know because right now uh, republicans don't care no no they don't and 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 what's what's so fucked up about it is that the this shit is going to riffle into the economy probably unlike this generation has never seen before maybe older people may have seen something like that uh something similar to it but it's actually going to rock the economy and it's going to take a while for the economy to bounce back because when you tell people to stop shit you're affecting wages and income you start affecting households but bitch guess what ain't stop bills and the bill collectors and, and all the, these people it's a thing that republicans do every time right you know it reminds me of how obama built a coalition to get uh uh the aca passed he had to build a coalition he had his own democrats that weren't weren't on board with some of it you know and because they were too conservative so he had to build a coalition to get his shit to pass but guess what it's still here even after they tried to destroy it it's still fucking here right that's why he made it law right but they couldn't it's like it's harder to get rid of something that a coalition built what republicans do is kind of like what donald trump did when he shut down the government well we'll just rake you over the coals and make it all your fault and make the american people suffer until y'all finally relent and go okay damn we'll give you whatever you said but you know it's because of the strength of the blue voter in america that you know when it came time for the government down 
nancy pelosi was like throw a tantrum it's not happening you're not getting a fucking wall you know but that's the kind of shit we need and this is what's happening right now because if this bailout comes and it's uh and it's broken down the way that they say a lot of americans gonna le- get left in the lurch like they don't want to help out b- americans who don't have jobs essentially Mm-mm. they don't want to help out americans who uh yeah the proposed bill would allow direct cash payments up to twelve hundred dollars for americans who make less than a hundred thousand dollars a year twenty four hundred dollars to married couples and five hundred dollars per child but um it plans to give hundreds of billions in loans to small businesses but bailouts to big businesses right so airlines just get the money but you get a small business loan you got to pay that back you owe the government from now um and uh the other thing that's weird about that too that money varies from place to place Mm -hmm. like uh that like the idea is well if you have a hundred over a hundred thousand dollars a year as your job in your job um you're doing fine well if you live in new york you may or may not be you may still need money to pay your rent because you don't just have money laying around because you happen to have a higher paying job than someone uh that lives in salisbury and the shit it costs of living is much lower right and 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 yeah like i said the cost of living is just more and my thing is this so you're gonna pay people this one-time thing and then what bitch next month gonna come what's gonna happen then right um not to mention democrats say they need more funding for hospitals and healthcare workers as they've experienced shortages in beds masks and ventilators mm-hmm. but they're more worried about bailing out hotels and shit the bill parts of the bill could see donald trump properties businesses receiving a bailout so they also want assurances this motherfucker's not gonna mind his pockets again right <clears throat> so shout out to the democrats for taking a stand man um it's so funny that to me a lot of those things are supposed to be what bernie sanders stands for and he's not even fucking there to vote against the shit like talk about dropping a fucking just dropping us just a pop fly center field you know what and, i mean and, and people looking at this and, and and you can't tell me this shit don't matter to people right such a weird such a weird on ball on goal error um let's see i think oh u.s reportedly cut cdc experts job in china months before the coronavirus outbreak it's like it's like it's written it's like our administration is written by the onion right <laughs> right it's like it's written by the onion it's like uh, what else could make it worse um quarantine chat is here to help us survive social distancing are there stoops outside your window a stranger in los angeles asked me this over the phone as i peered out of my bedroom window in brooklyn we connected through quarantine chat which facilitates calls who are currently self-isolating now that the coronavirus has reached pandemic level of instituted lockdowns those in the united states are heavily encouraged to stay indoors and flatten the curve well self-isolation causes people to be apart from their loved ones uh coupled with anxiety of the whole situation it's easy for loneliness to seep into everyday life some are getting creative to combat loneliness however enter quarantine chat which was created by artists daniel baskin and max hawkins quarantine chat is a feature in their app dial up which calls people at set or random in the case of quarantine chat times to chat one-on-one 
i've had several quarantine chats so far including one with a stranger from los angeles here's how i work i downloaded the dial up app and opted in for the quarantine chat every day they call me and facilitate me with someone else with every call comes the same prompt to look outside your window and describe what's there i told her i was in brooklyn and outside was not the normal cars driving by and folks chatting outside their homes but instead occasional single walkers she asked about stoops because stoop culture the act of shooting the shit on one stoop doesn't really exist in la i told her that yes there are stoops and usually people sitting on them but not in the past week the call reminded me of conversations i have when i'm on vacation chatting with friends about our hometowns that's this is kind of interesting mm-hmm. um because i mean i guess people are lonely yeah and some people are actually like alone alone like they like they are they live alone anyway and now they're at home alone yeah they can't like you know maybe they can't get in contact with friends and family that want to talk to them mm-hmm. i don't know or if they do they can't see them and things like that or maybe they live on the other side of the country yeah um yeah i don't think i would do it but i understand i guess i mean what happened if you talk to somebody boring I hang up and try again i mean <laughs> i mean do you answer the call like age sex like how does that work i don't know um but yeah so i guess uh you know whatever it's funny how technology's bringing people together mm-hmm. i haven't i've seen so many of my friends and people go live on instagram and facebook and shit now like everyone's putting out some type of video um they had club quarantine with dj d nice who used to be like a rapper d nice and karis one's dj um they uh he played like a whole bunch of music Mm-hmm. and he had over a hundred thousand people in his stream just listening to him spinning records and he would just shout out people as I they know. came in it that's was, not like fun it was it was i don't know where you were you must have been asleep i but, probably was uh i was i was checking it out one night he would just be like uh you know took it took ava duvernay what's up you know i'll see you Aww. and then play another song and stop you know scratch and stop it was cool and now i'm noticing more and more djs are doing it now i'm not saying he invented it other djs have been doing this on instagram Mm -hmm. but many people have been inspired to go listen and some people have been inspired to even like continue or you know in the same type of thing they didn't brand it because he really branded it club quarantine from the start and all that stuff Mm -hmm. but uh it's it's getting a lot of hip-hop fans to do it and i love it it's you know hip-hop is universal and i love to see people spreading it like that mm-hmm. i hope it's introducing a lot of people to music that you know, they may not have heard because i'm pretty sure he's probably playing old school music new school music, like kind of all over the place because mm-hmm. i think he did it for for like hours on end so after a while you're going to be listening to all types of music and he does it like uh at least he was doing it every day and i think the saturday i think he did nine hours or something like that Ooh, a whole work shift yeah so you know it's cool man i, I appreciated it um but uh let's see what else he got uh new york city department of health releases a sex memo to prevent the spread of coronavirus you should use scx yes oh okay um so first up masturbation will not spread COVID 19 especially if you wash your hands and any sex toys or soap and water for at least 20 seconds before and after sex according to the release you are your safest sex partner yep uh the release continues with if your bae doesn't live with you it's recommended that you do not have intercourse they can lead to the spreading of the virus if infected according to the release the virus can be spread through direct contact of one's saliva or mucus in other words no oral sex unless you're using a con next up take a break from hoeing 
if you usually meet your sex partners online or make a living by having sex consider taking a break in from in-person dates video dates sexting or chat rooms may be the options for you while having intercourse you must remember to have safe sex the department of health wants you to avoid kissing anyone that's not in your small circle of contacts and no rimming in other words no ass eating the virus in the feces may enter your mouth oh that's what that is thank you there this might put a damper on for some especially those who are still leaving the house and making late night trips stay safe right it was like now is not the time to, to do that so guys cut out the ass eating the london a new word no rimming yep cut out the ass eating everybody and don't mean rim shot from basketball apparently yeah um so give me a rim shot hey uh so yeah y'all go ahead and y'all go ahead and cut out the ass eating out there i know a lot of y'all are into it you know present company included you know what i'm saying but uh you gotta do what you gotta do somebody could have ate that stuff and now it's all in your membranes and now you got the COVID. <laughs> you know we just doing our best to try to spread information you can use mm-hmm. helpful at the black guy tips okay trying uh, to keep you <laughs> safe during the quarantine yep uh all right is there any other news i feel like there is nothing but coronavirus news these days that's it my nigga um let me see um yep that's coronavirus related shit oh here's one tiktok is in hot water tiktok's everybody's fave right now and i know karen you don't know nothing about that tickety tockety oh lord jesus i've heard of it clickety clocks i don't know nothing uh tiktok are you picking on me you love to not know stuff i I think you picking on me tiktok is in hot water after allegedly removing but that's how i feel i'm just old damn it i'm not trying to learn i'm like my mom in the internet fuck it i don't know nothing about that tiktok is that what the kids doing that's what they call it uh but tiktok is in hot water because allegedly they remove videos from people they deem ugly poor or disabled <gasps> mm-hmm. oh yes yeah, a chinese video sharing app tiktok uh so they they had the apps taken off across the globe it recently faced increased criticism from big names lizzo recently called out the platform for removing videos of her in bathing suits while reddit ceo steve huffman called the platform fundamentally parasitic now the biggest blow has been dealt with an extensive report from the intercept it made a shocking revelation about how moderators censor certain users internal documents have revealed that tiktok moderators were ordered to suppress videos of people deemed too ugly poor or disabled in an effort to attract more users to the app videos that depict rural poverty slums beer bellies and crooked smiles are also pulled wow moderators have also been told to censor political content content and to ban users who harmed national honor oh so it's a chinese app huh however the spokesperson for the company stated that most of the guidelines in the documents are either no longer in use or they have never been in place or not why y'all if take you, lizzo shit down you said no longer in use that means that all of it's probably true right damn right lizzo the the fucking celebrity like she's she's not no nobody that's crazy 
sources with knowledge of tiktok's extensive censorship efforts have also claimed the rigid constraints have been implemented with it which is unethical to the brand's image of self-expression and creativity a particular note moderators are expected to adhere to unspoken modesty code which has also resulted in the removal of content featuring bikini or swimming suits outside of a beach or swimsuit occasion who knew i had no idea Mm-mm. tiktok huh Mm-mm-mm. well shit happens guys mm-hmm. TikTok uh, being tacky apparently <laughs> well like put your tits away talk <laughs> um all right let's see what else can we get into guys um i guess we can do some uh fucking with black people um if i get back to uh if we get back to that sound effect real quick um but yeah there's not much news that's like dog just regular news is not happening right now all the news because everyone's in their house and everything is coronavirus related either you got it you say something stupid about people having it right? or you're telling people stay their ass home like you're supposed to it's just it's nothing in between i'm sorry y'all we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game that goes all around the globe finds different articles that make us feel fucked with and then we assign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody all right let's see who's fucking with us you over there tapping or something? Oh, yeah, you can hear that. Oh, my bad. Yeah, I yeah. don't know why I thought, uh, thought someone knocked on the door. my feet. <laughs> thought the coronavirus was out there. I know uh, y'all niggas in there. Doop, doop, doop. Let me in. Tori Spelling is facing backlash for posting a socially unaware photo of her daughter. Last week, Tori Spelling shared of her daughter that many are calling racist. Um, well, I guess I'll show it to you guys. Um, now tori spelling is the white woman from 90210 right mm-hmm. okay i never watched that show um it says days kept inside we have to get creative hattie what has become mcquisha in her cheeto extension nails tori captioned the instagram story of her daughter with a green bandana on her head and cheetos for nails oh, oh no that sounds oh. like a terrible idea from the fact that you saying oh sis oh sis that's why they mad i understand now people called her out on the post and accused the actor of being racist tori spelling calling her daughter mcquisha this is what happens when privileged people completely devoid of social awareness are cooped up and have pl- the platform to display their ignorance hashtag racist hashtag ignorance uh dr weber stand account that dude mcfly says imagine passing this quarantine time with your kids doing racist arts and crafts oh you gonna show us oh it didn't show up Mm-mm. well i'll be damned all right one second guys uh tiktok is out here trying to stop me from showing y'all something ugly okay <laughs> they, they just doing their job crowdcast and tiktok guys they work the same way same chinese company um all right let me know if it's oh wait i think i'm about to freeze am i am i even moving anymore you moving on my end if you want to you can refresh if you want to up yep you just froze all right technical difficulties give me one second 
all right so um before we were really interrupted uh by the internet i was trying to show you guys uh the pictures from tori spelling and her um about mcquisha okay um and their their blackface arts and crafts now it doesn't look like they actually did like blackface um but the the name for a lot of people just perked up like what yeah you didn't have nothing else to do sal so uh let me shrink this so the whole thing pops on the page um but can you guys see it yet Mm, slow moving uh woman up there i think it is hold on her face is squared out because i think they don't want uh okay she didn't want her child's face out there and that makes sense but clearly she's wearing a bandana and cheeto fingers with uh it looks like she's had uh finger um rubber bands tied to her fingers that make the cheetos her fingernails oh no and you actually thought this was a good idea baby so then of course she had to come back with she posted up a um bikini picture a bathing suit picture of course gotta distract you of her in the parking lot at the beach uh which i don't i guess she was gonna tweet through it hattie is eight we watching the door old reruns of martin she loves the character shenane she made up that name with mick because her last name is mcdermott she was reenacting the -the over-the-top fun and amazing character from martin she is innocent and didn't mean anything by it i should have thought about how i could have how i could have been it could have been perceived and misconstrued before i posted she continued i did not i'm truly sorry yeah she ate you the adult yeah yeah um all right zero to a hundred this actually gets the zero for the baby i know that might sound crazy but zero for the baby and a hundred for her because you know the little girl like hey mommy i like this show and at no period of time her mama then was like no baby like i understand you like the show but there's certain things you can't do yeah it's gonna be sad when uh she tried to run for president and we have to bring up this old mcquisha pick come on um, for this baby you know in the year 2065 everything live forever she gonna like but my mama posted that uh this one this girl was racist when she was eight and y'all want her to be president of the democrats i don't think so right because vote for bernie sanders corpse okay it's the year 2064 and it's it's gonna be like futurama it's gonna be bernie sanders head in the year 2064 bernie corpse will be running and uh we we i won't vote for nobody but but his 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 frozen brain okay i'm yeah. voting for bernie's and i reanimated would. frozen cyborg corp, corpse i know he'd be like and i would raise my hand but i lost that 75 years ago um but yeah uh i give it ironically a 100 for her and zero for her mama okay now the reason i feel this way is because that baby just got the racist spirit in it okay to some babies just born bad and that's one of them mm-hmm. and then the mama i give zero because everybody loves their child they all blind to how mm-hmm. horrible a child can be hitler mama was taking selfies of the baby mm-hmm. and posting it on 
mm-hmm. uh the german version of facebook if they had one back then nope like i guarantee yep. she was walking yep. around like look at my little hitler and this thing he drew and people was like damn that looked like a swastika to me and she was like what what ain't nothing but an artistic cross y'all need to stop hating on my baby so i have to no. give the mama zero and the baby nope. is the racist one so nope. the mama's hell that baby don't have an account the mama does we wouldn't have seen it the baby didn't post it no karen people post pictures of their babies doing all kinds of shit i don't care about yes the parent not the kid but i don't blame them because they love their children they can't help themselves that's a a good parent love their kids that's what i'm saying shit like that well they don't have an evil kid that's my point you making my point for me no if they had bad kids i wouldn't fuck with their kids either she got a bad racist kid karen it happens okay we're gonna have to agree to disagree now okay well agree to disagree zero for the baby a hundred for the baby zero for um mama you know nope I god disagree. forbid you have a racist baby y'all i guess you can't love on racist oh that's what they say huh so nature not nurture on that one huh that's when we believe it's, it's a, a choice taught behavior that's when we believe it's a choice okay all right i believe the children when they tell me they they maquisha and they put <laughs> they need to put <laughs> fucking cheetos on their hand i say oh you're a little racist baby what she didn't tell you is a picture with her with shoe polish on the face but she probably didn't post that one it probably didn't it was too blurry um let's see how about this one arizona school district in a fight against improved diversity training because it's arizona that's right yeah according to az central the chandler unified school district is pausing its efforts to implement equity training for its teachers and staff the training was instituted after a group of parents complained about minority students receiving harsher punishments than their peers and the incidents of the student being harassed for their race a group calling themselves purple for parents has come out against the training on the basis it advances a political agenda is divisive and marginalizes white people purple for parents you know where they probably got that name from because i don't matter if you're black white really you're purple okay i don't care if you're <laughs> i always say some colors you can't be black white well you can be those colors blue green or purple i'm like nigga okay this ain't star trek okay <laughs> some of these colors matter on earth bitch fuck out of my face uh white people don't have racism like 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 they've never dealt with it so everything is racist to them because they really don't know the concept of it and what it is yeah so because they never been oppressed we don't want diversity training because it's gonna make white people feel bad oh lord it's gonna it's gonna make my baby actually respect the black no arizona also said they didn't want uh they was the one that didn't want um mexican history it was like three different like black obviously black history you know that's always on there but it was also like either mexican or indigenous people history as well they didn't want taught in schools because it would make white kids feel bad don't nobody give a fuck about them babies feelings <laughs> and we just have a segment on the show we play that by the time i get to arizona every day yes by the time because it was so it was like every fucking day a news article broke out about them oh uh, they got the same thing that happened after that coke brothers was putting that money in there probably anyway zero to hundred oh 100 fuck them yeah 100 uh how racial bias shielded thousands of black americans from the opioids doctors are less likely to prescribe narcotics if a patient is black and new analysis has found that uh racial bias has saved thousands of lives Mm -hmm. 
a study published in the journal of epidemiology concludes that an estimated 14,000 black americans would have died from the opioid crisis had they been prescribed the drugs at the same rate as white people dr andrew colony uh director of the opioid policy research at brandis university says doctors prescribed opioids to fewer black patients for a few reasons studies show doctors are less sensitive to a black patient's pain and some may worry that black patients will become addicted to or sell the medication just like white people a uh, 2010 study found white americans are two times more likely to receive an opioid prescription than black americans since pharmaceutical companies began aggressively marketing new prescription op- op- opioids in whites in the 1990s racial stereotyping has become a protective effect uh on black americans the study says the black patient is less likely to become addicted to opioids because they're less likely to be prescribed he says and they're also less likely to have opioids in the medicine chest where family members could become opioid addicted some studies that found black patients are prescribed opioids less frequently were sponsored by drug companies trying to persuade doctors to fill the gap he says that's one of the reasons that i you know really couldn't get into euphoria i was like uh this isn't real they wouldn't ever prescribe a black girl this many drugs uh though these findings seem <laughs> though these findings sound, seem like good news for black americans Col- uh Col- says the bias at harms white americans if a doctor prescribes to stereotypes of what an addict looks like non-white from a low-income community the physician may assume their white middle-class patients are immune to addiction he says this is what i'll be talking this it's so ironic yeah, addiction full, is addiction. full circle though this is so ironic start out the show saying to a certain extent i feel sorry for white people in a way not sorrier not an olympic but there's some level of like sadness about this because they're flawed and only human too but whiteness white white supremacy is about this infallibility of whiteness they wouldn't get addicted to the drugs why because they're white that's it the, the black people or you know they drug addicts you can't just prescribe them out well guess who's on fucking uh opioids and fucking dying in the fucking streets needed needing like needles to the chest to live and shit right that's why y'all passing laws and wanting to make the the, the laws more lenient for people on drugs now yeah like it sucks for them in the end result but it was only it was only heaped upon them because doctors and their unconscious bias is white people are infallible white people don't have the same quote-unquote weaknesses as black people they don't have to worry about them snorting the drugs yes the fuck you do they're highly addictive drugs right anyone you prescribe them to could get addicted anybody crazy man that is crazy racism fucked them up And and it's gonna continue to fuck them up you know the country you live in america too motherfucker this your president fucking everything up come on you live here too you went against the black vote you went against what black people wanted you got what the fuck you think you wanted and we're all in the titanic sinking at the same time and i ain't got no hope for your ass i ain't got nothing to tell you positive Mm -hmm. but it's just funny because your ass is gonna die too i don't care how much the country band sings on they gonna die and drown like everybody else in this covid19 don't give a fuck and all your the thing i kept thinking was the difference between states that respond with democratic governors 
and the states that have the republican ones you're gonna see a big ass difference it's night and wait day. till them numbers start coming out man right and certain numbers gonna start declining in certain states other states they're gonna go up and they're gonna be panicking they're gonna be demanding money and shit like that yes it's gonna be a problem and i'm talking cities mm-hmm. uh, no like your local municipalities everything all this shit man like this is crazy you are fucking yourself up for to get to us somehow you fucked yourself up that's crazy and uh that's what happened with this opioid shit oh don't give it to the niggers they'll 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 be they'll be sucking dick for opioids well surprise motherfucker little Susie is sucking dick for opioids now because that's yeah. who you thought you have it correct you know devastating all them small towns and them uh, bumblefuck nowhere they don't have fathers that's why they do drugs okay well uh, don't matter how many parents you got when you're addicted to them motherfucking them them, it don't matter who your parents are you know don't let future rapping about percocet fool you dog um yeah so um the doctors are fucking these white people up for this shit so uh that's what happened zero to a hundred oh a hundred yeah I'm, I'm i'm fucked with for the simple fact that it is a lot of because they're addictive drugs but there are a lot of black people who went through unnecessary pain because of this racism too mm-hmm. who did who should have got prescribed and who didn't get it should have got prescribed these drugs and they was fucking taking 85 ibuprofens and shit like that just 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 to get halfway their pain relieved yeah um so for me in the context of this article i say zero because it's about the opioid addiction and the epidemic and while i feel empathy and i feel sad for what white people are going through with this it's mostly them some of it's us but it's mostly them i i'm not fucked with as a black person by this like maybe some black people were underprescribed and that does suck they have to live with pain but if we're talking about the opioid epidemic this ain't one of those things where i want to take part in it because white folks did oh, no. like y'all can have it i'm good you know what i mean so i don't really feel that fucked with by it you know but i feel it, it i feel more like that's fucked up and i feel like I, damn I, man as a black person man this really bothered me like okay well i mean thanks for not prescribing us that fucking poison opioids is poison man Mm -hmm. it's not good Mm -mm. watch that documentary the pharmacist on netflix man that shit is real like maybe y'all already know all this shit but i didn't i was watching that shit like nigga what y'all do what for some pills Uh uh-uh i'm scared like i don't i don't know why i don't know where i got that fear of taking that kind of medicine from um because i feel like i've had it my whole life like every time i've been prescribed medicine like that i just don't try like if i can tough it out i do when i had my wisdom teeth taken out i i i took like a day or two and then i stopped cold turkey me me too Um, and sometimes the pain was off the chain but i was like bitch i'm gonna have to deal with it i don't know if that's a black thing i'm only saying it on the show and and now thinking about it because karen did the same thing Mm -hmm um i think my parents do the same thing mm-hmm, I so do. i don't know if it's a black thing necessarily or not but anecdotally it feels like a black thing where we be like yeah i can't afford to be addicted to whatever the fuck this is Mm-mm. and i know a lot of white people take them recreationally i told them i got my wisdom teeth taken out they'd be like oh you got any extra pills and i'm like what who asked that 
i said for what you got you in some pain they're like nah man you just get it you just take them and get high i was like why would you do that it's very addictive nah man look i'll pay for them i was like yeah i don't know about this this whole whole new side jumped out of this white person like out of nowhere like and it wasn't it was like very casual it wasn't even like oh because we're really close friends it was mm-hmm. co-workers and shit oh you got any extra pills what, what okay what is, what did i just become a drug dealer right. like are you asking and, me and this because you know think, it i didn't know until now like yeah, this shit is big in that community right that's why they got laws like hey bitch if you caught with this and you ain't got no prescription you in trouble like come on we know somebody gave this to you yeah i don't know i think i wonder if that's a black thing man I don't, anyway yeah uh, there's been a plenty of times i was like nah i'm good because i'm like you i don't like the way they make me feel well it's not about not like how they make me feel that's not it at all i just scared to get addicted i don't know why probably just a over probably overreaction to dare and then my parents warning me out for drugs and shit you know when you black everything is you gonna end up addicted to drugs so yeah I, yeah y'all remember i'm that dare kid so i was like i'm good yeah say no to drugs and i was like no to all the drugs i was at a, a store the other day and i saw two uh black girls in front of the store with a dare ta- a table that said dare on it and it was like stopping people like can we talk to you about dare program and people were stopping and talking to them and i was thinking to myself like oh man dare i remember that but then i was like nigga ain't drugs legal now like get the fuck out of here mm-hmm. no i ain't with dare i'm on i'm on team drugs now <laughs> get the fuck out of here yeah. nerds right i am not anti-marijuana i not smoke it like who's still fucking with the cops get out of here get on some drugs y'all should you be smoking arrest weed. me i'm good like are y'all taking this dare money and then getting some weed tonight that's the only time to, that's the only thing i want to hear from y'all this is some bullshit team dare you want to talk about dare no Mm-mm. Mm-mm. talk about going in here to check my mail like i was supposed to Mm-mm. good luck stopping everyone from selling drugs read the room everyone's <laughs> doing drugs <laughs> it's over you lost the fucking the, the, the war on drugs is vietnam now okay we lost the cost was too much and we can't win get the fuck out everyone back home <laughs> this session about to end okay let me go to the next session guys sorry we're about to get uh cut off all right yeah so um yeah the dare people man it's it was cute back when i was a kid mm-hmm. you know i was i was into that shit me, honey me too me Them too fucking educational videos that made it sound like they were going drug rape you in the bathroom i I, like i'm not trying to make light of it i I, maybe you had to grow up you had to be there maybe it was just a regional thing but they would have like a fucking police officer coming to the classroom teach you about drugs they they really be teaching you about drugs they're supposed to be teaching you not to do drugs they're like this right here is a nickel bag of weed i'm like now how much that costs with a pen and paper and then um later they would show you a video and the video was so over the top and it would be like right as you were coming out of elementary going into middle school yes so it was like when you get to middle school it's different because see there you got periods and you got classes where you like you you take breaks between classes and you don't have to just stay in one classroom all day and do all the activities so you're gonna have more choice so you might be walking your way to gym class and some bullies gonna corner you and throw you in the hallway like, and they, hey rod you're gonna do these drugs right like that and the, the kids always look scary they were bigger than you right? and they like push you up against the wall intimidate you and be like hey bud you want to try smoke some 
marijuana and then he, the kid in the dare commercial be kind of scared like oh god no what do i do and then he be like come on you're not a you're not a nerd are you punk and you're like oh, oh god uh no no, no i don't want to smoke any weed and then they like run away yeah, and then they smacking at their hands and then they would always have like a friend that they hung out with that would be there too but they friend wouldn't be so quick to say no they'd be like oh come on trevor i'm just smoking a little weed and it's like oh no i gotta get away from you and then later you see trevor and it's like he dropped out of school yes the worst things ever happened to them he's like he's pregnant now like trevor he's pregnant. Tre- like like trevor's all fucked up now right. like Tre- trevor's prostituting we don't know what happened to right. uh, that that was the beginning to all the bad choices in life Tre- trevor's in trevor's in handcuffs being led away trevor's an alcoholic trevor's in the back of a police car being led away with a black eye it's like what happened to him yeah, trevor got a venereal disease like right? oh man oh you know trevor he smoked weed one time this nigga fucking killed him down the drain he shot the school up oh man trevor oh if it wasn't for weed and they'll show you this shit in like sixth grade your fucking brain can't process that shit right now you all fucked up expect to go to school and weed to like jump on top of your ass like a virus and and kill you and shit i was fucking scared of the drugs like literally the way and it was because you making me really think about the way they sounded like it like anytime you was by yourself music was gonna play and some people in some badly dressed costumes just gonna come and just force feed you these drugs and you were gonna have to run for your life it never happened like that because i didn't know where to get nobody's drugs yeah it's just wild though because like if they would have told you like it's gonna make you feel so much less stress and anxiety and uh you know just take you away like kids everybody would have been trying it i guess but they tried to scare us out of it and guess what guys everyone ended up doing the drugs so it's still <laughs> it really didn't help a whole lot of kids still did drugs so they i don't did. even know what the fuck was the point of that shit Mm-mm. but when i saw these motherfuckers in 2020 the year of our beyonce i was like are y'all are y'all okay i thought the program was dead like what are y'all trying to bring it back is this ironic because i will get a dare shirt out of irony but people do drugs now it's over motherfucking democratic presidential debates we having like so how much drugs is okay it's no longer like (laughs) banned drugs it's like so where should we be able to smoke the drugs so and how much yeah and we you you know bars and restaurants are takeout only and you we gonna keep all the abc stores open and we gonna keep all the marijuana places open because these niggas need to calm down maybe i don't know maybe it's there but not weed like what do you i don't know and you know what? i think they lost that battle they did because i was in college and i took like a, a like one of them like intro health classes and they actually taught us that marijuana was a gateway drug like and all that shit and i was like okay but i i became an adult and got around all types of people and was like they smoking guess what their life didn't come to a terrible tragic ending in a car wreck with their baby's mamas they are just fine and functioning the thing that's weird to me is like once you get older and you understand how drugs work right nobody is giving away their drugs for free it's too expensive bitch drug selling is an enterprise you know what i mean drug and it's and it's a it's a seller's market people want to buy drugs it's not the other way around it's not 
oh man how i'm gonna get rid of all these drugs i just told y'all <laughs> i had like six pills left over from when i got my wizard teeth removed and white people couldn't fucking wait to come to my house i thought it was gonna rob me i had to throw the pills away they was like oh uh you got some pills i'm like huh, where the fuck did this come from hey man i buy them pills I'm like oh god no that's what dread dad should be is like don't get your hands on some drugs these motherfuckers will kill you okay <laughs> they, they want these drugs bad and they will take you out and the thing is and what i realized too uh dare lied to me you got to know where to go get drugs right. the way they sounded like the drugs were just gonna come and smack his dick in your face and be like drugs i didn't know jack shit about drugs where to buy drugs where the drugs be i knew nothing about drugs yeah i've never been and cool still enough to today half halfway i never been cool enough to to do drugs like people don't offer me drugs that often Mm-mm. you know they don't do that thing where like everybody's smoking some weed or some shit and then they pass it to me that's not how it happens for me <laughs> it's like they skip over me like nigga this nigga, this nigga don't need no drugs leave him alone he's fucked up as is uh all right let's move on that was a huge tangent <laughs> has nothing to do with nothing um i guess it's time for some uh guess the race now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read the plays new logs from all over the globe we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and of course everyone playing is a racist all right story number one uh 19 year old daniel crowder was charged with aggravated assault after he shot the tip of one another man's penis oh what a way to aim mm-hmm I wonder if uh they must have caught him from crime stoppers. Somebody must have called in a tip. <laughs> See I bet you after that argument they got the point of it all. Oops, I meant to start it over. <laughs> i could help myself they must have got us detective on the case yes detective or <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they hired a private dick <laughs> that's a good one um on march 8th victim clarence lewis and daniel crowder were involved in an argument over a bruise that daniel suspected clarence left on his two-year-old son oh the bruise actually turned out to be hair dye wow clarence told police that he was in the front bedroom of the house when daniel went behind the house at which time clarence heard a gunshot and stepped inside to contact the police once clarence stepped out of the residence he found that his phone was dead clarence then saw daniel come out of the residence with a gun which he began pointing at him while walking towards him while saying something along the line who you gonna shoot and stab clarence then ran towards daniel to attempt the rest of the pistol away but daniel from daniel but then a shot was fired the shot rang out and blew the tip of clarence's penis off oh blew it smooth off Hmm. i guess you can say he really got the shaft on that one 
I'm sorry. Um, I guess he wanted to be sure he was uncircumcised. <laughs> um, so then Clarence continued to wrestle with Daniel until he flipped him on the ground and Clarence was able to take off down the street avoiding any more bloodshed as he was running away daniel fired two additional shots that did not make contact with any part of clarence's body clarence was transported to vanderbilt and also sustained another minor injury daniel fled on foot taking the firearm with him daniel's fiance juvenile daughter stated that daniel came into her room woke her up and mentioned something about clarence barging into his room and cutting daniel's hand he also stated she saw a cut on daniel's hand and that he went outside and then he heard three gunshots daniel was taken into custody on march 12th and transported to booking daniel crowder was arrested and charged with aggravated saw his bond is set at fifty thousand dollars karen guess the race of daniel crowder white all right let's check the chat room see what they believe uh father present in child's life cheddar bob daniel is white these niggas recreating that iconic scene from harlem nights except with the dick instead of a pinky toe black damn that genital hate crime equal white rednecks i guess he isn't shooting blanks ran to danger white hooded black black white 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 second amendment truth or white only the tip came off black the correct answer is and karen said white it was black A few of you did say black though you got it right let me see if i can bring his picture up without freezing the entire fucking computer uh <laughs> um but man and it turned out it wasn't even a bruise right like jesus homie you really shot the dick off a of homie for no reason none Mm-mm-mm. um but is it showing up yet it's moving oh okay <coughs> oh yeah yeah he doesn't look oh, like he regret he did that man he ain't got no shirt on either he did that but friends like that you know no thank you uh let's see what else happened guys um a florida man has been arrested for allegedly stealing 66 rolls of toilet paper from a hotel during the coronavirus outbreak good god toilet paper crime is at an all-time high right now what is happening with the toilet didn't you run about a truck a truck yesterday before that a person stole a roll out of someone's car like america going crazy for this toilet paper Mm-mm-mm. toilet paper the new crack nobody told me a security guard at the marriott hotel on world center drive in orlando saw the hotel cleaner angel angel uh hernandez cinto 31 pushing a trash can towards his van and placing a large garbage bag inside his vehicle and walking back into the hotel while hernandez cinto was inside the hotel the guard looked inside the van and allegedly noticed the bag was full of unused toilet paper from the hotel wow this motherfucker thought he was a toilet 11 over here 
hernandez hernandez centos 11 come on uh the hotel called break in be sure you get the charming right like the hotel called the police to her and hernandez cento well that's Um, gonna be a very soft crab i mean i mean toilet tissue don't make no noise (laughs) yeah yeah you might have stole soft extra soft toilet tissue but you're gonna be doing hard time right also uh hotel toilet tissue is not very good quality no it's it's, like half a ply yes it is we always bring our own yeah uh and hernandez cento admitted to taking the toilet paper according to the police report the toilet paper was for a family of an unemployed friend they needed 66 rolls though angel hernandez cento has been charged with theft from a public lodging establishment a third degree felony uh, according to online arrest records he has since he's karen guess the race uh latinx all right let's check the chat room and see what they believe um latinx if my neighbors are any indication he needed all of it because he lives with 12 other people latino latinx no consuelo you can't do that hispanic latinx latinx latino hispanic Negroes for all the hombres latin latin hispanic rolled up latino the that security guard has to hate that man to be watching him so closely lieutenant man shit he don't want to get fired they probably got every security guard on on toilet tissue watch these days oh, oh you know what i bet you they do you know we got big families latinx uh tpo bandito hispanic latinx uh needed it to climb over that wall or land safely latino needed it to keep the moisture off his back mexican one day at a time okay embarrassed latino the correct answer is feel like everyone said the same thing and of course you guys all got it right it's like they doubled down on his name i've never seen hernandez cento before like Mm-mm. it was like in case you thought it wasn't oh nigga it's <laughs> this is the motherfucking extra okay like we taking it all the way there mm-hmm. he was trying to take care of several families 66 rolls whoo all right let's go to the bonus round everyone um double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and a bonus round against the race so far karen is one and one but can she end on a high note uh with a with a w let's see um all right uh this is in henderson kentucky police have found and arrested a man who they say had several photos of nude children some as young as three or four what henderson police say they were called to second street walgreens back in february because a customer had been printing off the photos oh <gasps> i know i'm like shocked. He, like they was at the house i'm as shocked as you care who prints all photos anymore right they say several of the photos showed the naked body of a girl who appeared to be about seven or eight detectives say he, they contacted 35 year old christopher davis who came to the station for an interview because why not they say he had two phones with them and both of them had photos of young new girls as well as animated pictures of young girls having sex he was arrested last thursday and booked into jail karen guess the race of christopher davis white karen's going with white on this one all right uh he came into the station white damn crazy ass white man white a white 
um white audacity white was he going to post them on facebook too black pure caucasity trash ass cracker white perv so white honky related to jared from subway white please don't black i guess please don't be black um ombre Bico, aka white white like the jizz he left on those pictures yuck Aww. the confidence of a white pedo white man invited to chat with the police the correct answer is he was white One person said black. Wow, just tell us how you really feel about the race. <laughs> Good grief. Mm-mm-mm. Uh my thing is uh wait, his picture didn't show up yet? Mm-mm. Fuck. Up oh, it's coming. Okay. My thing is his face, y'all uh oh it came up and then went away okay um let me try this one more time see if i can share it again okay getting that error again publishing took too long all right let's try one time my thing is you have to see his mug shot y'all okay like his face looks like it looks so smug and like sarcastic like he's like yeah i took pictures of little children having sex because i'm like the coolest motherfucker ever like psh, y'all ain't got shit on me like i'm gonna beat this case i always print out pictures of little children at walgreens i can't believe this is even oh, a thing like, he ain't nothing but neck yeah is that a giraffe nope that's a human being karen but i'm just looking at the smirk on his face why does he look so confident oh he did that he look like he gonna get away with the crime like you can't hold me on this bullshit what evidence y'all got child pornography on both of my phones i brought to the station today that's it i'm walking on this one coppers <laughs> like where did he get the fucking nerve and to... the smirk yeah good grief. Like, no sir you cannot do this all right last thing <laughs> all right sword ratchet this time time to talk about all these people out here with swords Mm -hmm. causing a bunch of crimes hurting people being dangerous to the community right and uh it often goes unheated and unregulated guys we're not anti-sword here we're for sword control we want people to take classes we want people to you know we want people to have to regularly have their weapons right now the sword game is more unregulated than the gun game in america what part of the game is that right we can't have gun control we can't stop swords um a local man is facing charges in connection with threatening a group of people with a 27 inch samurai sword after learning his friend had been arrested what the man the man john morneau 19 was charged march 11 with first degree threatening carrying a dangerous weapon second degree reckless and interfering with an officer and second degree breach of peace he was released on dollars bond and is to appear in superior court on march 24th according to the 11 page police report supporting morneau's arrest 
uh events happened this way at 12:45 a.m march 11 police were dispatched to the area of pearl and south streets after residents reported that a man later identified as morneau who was wearing black clothing and a ski mask was swinging a samurai sword at people upon arriving police saw him hopping a fence on pearl street officers yelled at him to stop but he kept running until he reached the back porch of a residence on pearl street morneau who has who was then given commands by police to get on the ground claimed he hadn't done anything uh <laughs> police then used force to apprehend him and place him under arrest they searched him at the scene found no weapons officers did find a green ski mask uh he was taken to the police department for booking they then backtracked his route and found a 27 inch samurai sword behind a building on pearl street where he had hopped the fence to get behind the homes wow witnesses and bystanders reported he was upset that his friend had been arrested earlier in the night and he believed the occupants of the south street had something to do with that arrest monod then went to the house and started a disturbance by yelling and shouting racial slurs a witness said monod was becoming aggressive and fearing that he may try to harm them or the family he was told him to leave he told him to leave his property monod then said he was going to go home get a gun before leaving and return wearing a ski mask and carrying the samurai sword Mano is then said that I swung the sword at the occupant stating, I'm gonna cut you. Uh, prompting a witness and others to fear Mano, uh, could have seriously injured them. Another witness told police though that Mano didn't swing the sword at them. Mano, the, the second witness said, removed the sword from his sleeve, held it up to them, and then put it back after the group told him the police had been called. After police call, arrested him, officers learned he had been involved in the incident earlier in the night shortly before midnight a woman told an officer that a man later identified as jack trouton wise 20 uh had came into the tville food mart on pearl street the night before either drunk or on drugs and was being loud and falling into the displays in the store when he returned that night the woman tried to talk to him about his behavior but then morneau came inside grabbed someone from behind and pulled out what the woman believed to be a knife damn this motherfucker what kind of kind of <laughs> Fargo ass turn quickly right in season three episode two of this story come on the woman and the other shoppers at the store begged morneau not to stab the person and he said i'm not gonna stab him the woman said she grabbed the person and brought him inside then closed and locked the door she said morneau then left and entered the residence in the area with trout while trouton and wise trouton wise lingered outside the store trouton wise told police there was a racially charged incident at the store stating he was having some problems with some people police then searched trout and rise and found an unlabeled prescription bottle of pills and a 12 inch long flat metal tool with dual hooks at the end in his possession yeah, what damn. what what is what even is that weapon when the officers wrote in the arrest report it could have been used to commit an assault resulting in serious injury or death trout and wise was charged with carrying a dangerous weapon possession of a controlled substance he was released on ten thousand dollars bond your p.m superior court march 24th jesus right what a story so that's it for today guys hope you guys are being safe out there washing your hands not mm-hmm. touching your face staying indoors be safe obeying all the rules and stuff you know listen to your local people unless they're republicans then go find a democrat to listen to and uh <laughs> we'll see if we can get through this together we'll be back tomorrow with more uh podcasting until then i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>